Welcome to the future of faith. Today, I'm very excited. I mean, I've been sitting down here for the past 30 minutes out of excitement, even before it starts, because today I'm hosting a man who is a huge, huge inspiration and a huge influence on my life over the past what, 30, 30 plus years. Um, as a Christian, that's my tradition. As a born again Christian, that's my identity. Um, Bishop Michael Kunko is central to my growth as a Christian, as a believer. My faith journey is impossible without naming and calling him. And even though he has been very gracious to me over the years of incredible goodwill, I still continue to be blessed any time that I get in contact with him. He is the presiding bishop of the Redeemed Evangelical Mission, which is called TREM, which is one of the leading congregations. Bishop Michael Kumpo is joining us. Wow. Papa, great to have you on, sir. My pleasure. Good evening. I think this is your first Instagram live ever. That's the truth. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's an incredible honor to have you with us today, sir. An incredible honor. Really my pleasure. Thank God. Fantastic, sir. I'm going to ask with, I'm going to start the way I've never started and with any interviewer because you are not just a guest on the interview, you are also our papa. So, you know, people will forgive my me for asking personal questions. How have you been since the the lockdown, since COVID, you know, since everything changed? How have you been, sir? Well, have just uh I know that it's a new normal, but all I needed to do was to really spend more time studying the Word of God and then solving the net and getting information of what is going on around the world and, uh, you know, praying and looking up to God for direction for the, how to handle things in the new ways we are, we are moving into. So it's just been an awesome time. And... I know that at times it could be boring, but somehow we, we've gotten used to it. I don't know. We've gotten mm -hmm. used to it because now you have a, a situation where you sit and uh, we assess and we evaluate what you've done, what, where you intend to go the next, mm -hmm. and, uh, under mm -hmm. the circumstances around ourselves. So it's been mm -hmm. exciting. Fantastic. 40 years, at, at least 40 years, at, about 40 years, you've been, you know, on pulpits across the world. I think there's almost no Sunday in the past 40 years that you've not been preaching at headquarters, at any of the gym parishes, or across the world, you know, especially in Europe, in America, ETC. I think this would be the longest time that you've stayed without literally being on a physical pulpit. You are very well, you are correct. This is the longest, well, I wouldn't say uh, that is the longest time I've not been to pooping, pooping. That's a matter of fact. I'm right. always on the pooping. Every, every, in fact, when the lockdown st started, I'm mm -hmm. always online, preaching on Tuesdays and Friday, I mean, on Sundays, consistently, right. until just recently. But I'm right. still very much. On, on Sundays. So I, I, right. I must say that it is 
the longest time I've been consistent for some time now, going to about two, three months, that I've been consistently right. preaching that. Right. Because otherwise, um, I, I don't do that every... I, I can leave that for all that people to handle. But I, I, yes. this is a new norm, and it's my responsibility yes. to give directions to people. Mm. I had to take mm. on that responsibility ensure that I keep on giving hope. The internet is trying to misbehave, but I'm sure Papa will be back shortly. Okay, great. Right. Can you hear me now, sir? Yes, I'm hearing. I'm hearing. Okay. Okay, great. I want to ask a question. I mean, you, you are one of those that pioneered TV ministry for Christendom in Nigeria. Uh, you began to do power in the world at a time when people were still saying that you know, televisions were probably demonic or a sin, or there were all these misconceptions in the church. Um, and also, when the internet became a strong part of life, you also um, um, adopted internet ministry very fast, live services, you know, live engagement, all of that. Have you, when you look at the way that the church has quickly adopted new technologies today, you know, especially in light of COVID, does it make you feel a sense of, of um, satisfaction for pioneering these adoptions of new technologies? You know, from as far back as a time when people thought that it was an option. Was, and what did you see? How did you, what would you say was the thing that drove you in that time to begin to pioneer these adoptions at a time when it wasn't really fashionable for people to do that? Well, I've always believed that... Uh any technology that comes is to depending on the way your perspective and the way you see it is for the advantage mm -hmm. of the of the gospel if you utilize it the way it's expected it it will further advance the gospel mm -hmm. of the kingdom i mean like you rightly said mm -hmm. we were on radio we were on television at those early stages when it was not popular but and uh, and I found out that there are many who I couldn't have been able to reach who were listening to me every morning on Sunday morning on the radio. And then some people are glued to their television during our programs. And so there mm. are people. Mm. I've always known that nothing, one of the things that God has put in my spirit that really nothing works against a believer, depending on what your perspective mm. can be. Mm. all things work together for you. Nothing works you see, you see that. So that has been my line of thought. And uh, so mm. when when technology, when a new technology comes, the first thing is how do we take advantage of it for the purpose of what God has called us to do, and not to begin to see it as a problem. No, what what can we get mm. out of it and uh, make the most of it for the expansion mm. of the kingdom? And once you have that perspective, mm. you have that idea, you will not see evil in whatever is available as a tool for the expansion of the kingdom of God. Mm. I was going to ask about, so that even leads me to my thing. I'm going to come back to some of the things you pioneered at the beginning, because this is a time of new, new, newness and pioneering new things. Um, but, you know, over the past few years, I think that one of the things that you've most been involved in is creating a platform and some kind of a safe space for a new generation, not where well, they're not new, they're not a new generation, but for a new message of the radical love of Christ 
you know, you've had, you know, at headquarters, you've had what my generation calls table shakers, like Abel Damina, who has been a guest here, and Humphrey Erumaka, you know, and Bishop Ransom Bello, and some of these people who are, who are shaking conventions, who are questioning traditions, who are, you know, saying things that some people may consider radical. And you have enabled that, that um, loudness, so to speak, that, that um, big sound, of, yes, of the grace teaching. Is that, is that a deliberate thing you decided to do, sir, for this vista of preachers, and why? Well, um, the truth is that I'm a stickler for the word of God. And uh, uh, mm. one of the things that has helped me, even up till now, and I keep on telling even young people, never come to a point in your Christian experience where you feel you've gotten all the revelations you need as far as God is concerned. God mm. is not a subject. Mm. God is not geography. It's not history. God is a revelation. Mm. And you know when you follow mm. on to know. You keep on you as you mm. as you keep pursuing, he keeps revealing the different aspects of himself. For instance, there are people mm. who just know God as their savior. And if that's the limited mm. knowledge you have as God as your savior, you may not receive divine mm. healing. You won't know that he's your healer. You won't know that's the one that, that prospers you. You won't know him as the God that mm. protects you. You won't know him as the man of mm. war. So, but and, as, mm. as, you, as you are open to further knowledge and understanding and revelation of who God is, he begins to, mm. to reveal himself to you. So, with that understanding, I've always said to myself, I will never come to a point I feel I know everything. And number two, I will always be willing to listen to any other view and never think that you have it all mm. together mm. because God is too big. To invest mm. everything about himself in mm. one person. I mean, it's too big to for one person to think he has him in his box. So that had always been my concept. And it was it is this concept mm. that led to my pursuit in studying more, I mean, mm. from the scriptures. And I began to find out that mm. look, some of the things that over the time probably they worked because God is so gracious that uh, at every level, mm. he can allow you certain things. That does not mean that that is all about himself. For instance, there are people mm. who can mm. believe God that look, you don't need to come to my house, speak the word, and I'll get healed in my house. And there are those who believe, mm. look, until mm. I touch the hem of his garment, I won't be healed. Mm. And God is so gracious mm. to meet us mm. at our level. So it is based on that that. I began to ask myself certain things concerning the the life of a Christian, so, and some of things that led mm. me into this uh, studying more about God's grace and God's love is: when are mm. we ever going to be free from sin? When will we be assured that? Listen, if anything happens mm. to me now, that I am ready to meet my Maker, because. Every time, every now and then, we see ourselves make, missing the mark. You are not going to go to heaven if you did not confess that sin. So these are questions. So mm. when I began to study the scriptures, mm. I found that Jesus actually paid for the sin 
of mankind. The sin issue have been once and for all mm. dealt with, past, mm. present, and future. Mm. And that frees you mm. completely. Mm. Some people think that, that that is a license mm. for you to sin, but that's not true. I found out that the love of God constrains you from doing certain things. When you understand the price mm. God has paid for you, when you understand what mm. you went through on your behalf, when you understand mm. even mm. why you are a sinner, he paid this price. It's not you did not qualify for it. It's unconditional. Mm. It's irrevocable. It's irreversible. It's blood-bought. I mean, when you see all that, you wouldn't want to. I mean, the natural response is to go bananas for God. And so that is what mm. the me. And I, I'm still very much on fire with him. Many people, there are a lot of people who disagree, but I tell them, listen, I have this thing and i found out that that is the truth it is the bible says it is mm. the goodness of god that leads to repentance not his judgment yes, not sir. his anger it is yes, his sir. goodness that leads to repentance and when i go into the scriptures i find out that everyone that god showed goodness to you don't need to beg him to serve god you don't need to look at Rahab mm. in the scriptures Look at Rahab. Mm. Rahab a yes, sir. prostitute. Yes, sir. She was so good in her life. She was willing to obey the Lord in order to ensure that God's spies are preserved. Look at Ruth. Mm. The moment she saw the goodness mm. of God, even when the Naomi, the mother-in-law, was telling her, go back home, she said, no, I'm not going. Well, husband or no husband, no. I'll follow this yes, God. Look at, yes, look at that. Look at Bethesda. Yes, look at her. Look at Rahab and Tamar. And they broke into the lineage of Jesus Christ. All these people. Look at Zacchaeus. Yes. In yes. chapter 19. Zacchaeus was never told to go and return all he took from people. But Jesus said to him, I, Today mm -hmm. I will abide in your house. It is a Zacchaeus, go and clean yourself up first before mm -hmm. I come into your house. They said, He said, Zacchaeus, mm -hmm. we, are, we are going to have dinner in your house. And when he did that, the moment mm. they came back, I mean, Zacchaeus saw it as an honor. I know myself. I know the mm. crimes I committed. And the mm. Savior of the world, God himself, decided to tabernacle in my house. Mm. No one told him. He said, look, anything has to That is what love does. It does, not, it does not lead you into further sin. No. It leads you to love God with all your heart, not because somebody is breathing over your shoulder to know whether you did right or wrong. No, 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 no. Mm. It's because you are mm. so every other thing will be in response. We don't do there's nothing we mm. qualify, we end before God. I always say this, and people mm. people get mad yes. at me. There is no credential we have yes, that we can flaunt before God. There is no goodness you have. Everything mm. that God does for us mm. is because of, of his goodness. And we are just recipients and in, uh, of his goodness mm. and his grace and mercy. And then our response naturally is to do what mm. we can to expand his kingdom and mm. love him. Wow. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's so much I want to ask for. But you know, something I saw in your, on, your, on your page where you said, anybody who says teaching people grace will lead them into sin. 
has not encountered the power of grace. You know? Absolutely. How? That's and I ask this thing. Yes, sir. Yes. Yes. I say that's absolutely the truth. Anyone who's, who's, who's yes, says grace will lead you. Mm. Mm. But, but why do you think, sir? Okay, so the internet is breaking off, so I wasn't, I wasn't, okay. I think I can hear you now, sir. But why do you think, sir, that this, this, yeah. this central message of grace and love, which is the essence of Jesus Christ's coming to the world, of Christ's dying, his resurrection, his, you know, his crucifixion. This was the message, a redemption from the law that he came to teach. Why do you think that it has been so difficult for that message to take roots in the church? Why has there been this addiction, so to speak, to the law, that when the grace, the power of grace is preached, people are afraid to adopt it because they believe it will lead them to sin? What has, lent, what has led to this addiction to law and sin? Religion. When many are products mm. of their background, and they are not willing to let go of that background. That's what religion has taught. Religion tells you that, listen, mm. that you must be looking over your shoulder because you can never get it right. But in Christ, we are mm. already right. You see, the Christianity mm. begins from the mm. finishing line. Mm. Jesus said, it is finished. Hey, It's, it's an insult to mm. add to what happened. Mm. Christ has been paid. Religion, that's number mm. one. People don't want to People don't want to mm. give up on what they used to know. You see, there are people who are afraid of change. Mm. Number two is control. Mm. They feel, I will lose control of people. And, and I ask them, listen, you did not save them. It is Jesus who saved them. Mm. Leave them in the hands of Jesus. He who has begun a good work in them yes, will complete the work. So why it's should faithful. I be bothered about whether the work will complete or not? I did not start the work. It, salvation was not my, my yes, idea. Sir. It is God who proposed it from mm. heaven and decided to be gracious to man. So why should I be bothered mm. whether the person will change or not? Why don't I have confidence mm. in the word of God and trust mm. God? Mm. He specializes mm. in changing people. Mm. So from, for, so, the, so, so people mm. want to police what they did not start. I want to police you. Am I sure you are safe? Mm. Oh, what? All I need, the only mm. license for any person to be saved, let me tell you, Judy, the only license that opens the yes, door sir. of heaven for anyone on the face of this earth is Jesus. Not what you have done, mm. not your achievement. If you come to the gates of heaven, which listen, I fasted many years, many days. I paid my tithes. I'm always in church. I lived right. You, they will tell you you are disqualified. Our qualification mm. is Jesus. That's the only, mm. the only gateway into heaven. Jesus said, "I am mm. the way, the truth, and the life. Yes, sir. No yes, man comes yes, to the Father but by me." And that's it. So oftentimes people want to add to what sort of, let me help God. God does not need our help. Our part is to present yes. the gospel. That is why it is called gospel. Mm. Too good to be true. Over the top. Too good hey. to be true. That God will be merciful to the sinner. That he will be merciful 
to a criminal that God will, mm. in fact, every sinner on the face of this earth, as far as God is concerned, is already accepted. That is the gospel. Mm -hmm. we, are so, we are not supposed mm -hmm. to go and be telling them about the sins they are committed. We are supposed to tell them yes, that, listen, no yes, matter sir. what you have done, yes, you are already accepted by God. All you need to do yes, is sir. to allow Jesus into your heart. So, many people mm. are, are not able to come to terms with that, what Christ has finished. He has finished it. The work is completely completed and, uh, and, and perfectly perfect. You can't add to it. You can't mm. remove from it. And, 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 and the third thing is, people mm. are afraid of what will people say. If, so if I now go to start yes, to preach that in this work, work of faith in God, it is from faith to faith, from glory to glory. Second mm. Corinthians mm. 3.18, we all we open faith, beholding mm. his image as in a mirror, are being changed into the same image from glory to glory. Yes. It is it's a progressive work. So yes, people are fighting. Yes, but the truth is that anywhere the message of grace and Jesus, revelation of Christ is preached, I have seen it liberated. Yes, I have seen mm. people begin to see who yeah, true. Wow, sir. <laughs> I have so many questions. I have so many other questions I want to ask. But somebody said, so when people, and you know, you said, you said, there's, some, there's a word you use I really want. Like when people hear, when people, the only, the only way to respond to the love and message of God is to go bananas for God. And, <laughs> and then you said, that's why it is called gospel. Sorry, sir. The internet, the internet is blocking the internet is freezing, I'm so I'm not sure I'm hearing you. Okay, you're hearing me. Okay, great. And he also said, the reason why it's called gospel is because it's over the top. It's too good to be true. Ooh. And then people... And anyway, before, let me, before I ask that... Oh, the internet. The internet is misbehaving. Okay, I can hear you now, sir. There's something you said that is so powerful, sir. That you yeah. said, the third reason is that people are afraid. That what do people say if they say they are progressing in revelation, if they say that they are learning, you know, and that is so powerful because we live in a society where not just in faith, in politics everywhere, the older people get, the more authority they have, the more they resist any appearance that they are products of learning. You know, it's like a seeding of power to say that, you know, as I spend more time with the Bible, as I spend more time in prayer, as I spend more time in God, I am being, I am moving from learning to learn and being deepened. And at your level, sir, there is no incentive. There is no incentive for you to be that vulnerable, for you to say, look, guys, we are working with God. We keep learning. We keep deepening. We keep moving from glory to glory. In fact, there is everything to lose to say such a thing because there are people who want that certainty, that control, that idea that Papa has learned everything there is to learn, you know, and there is nothing else. How did you, how do you get to that point? And this is a powerful leadership lesson for so many of us. How do you get to that point as a leader, as an authority, where you are still transition. open to say, look, I am still learning. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right. You see, from the onset of my ministry, I said it to my congregation mm. that, look, I'm going to be brutally honest with you. Mm. I don't know everything. 
I'm honest. With, I'm going to be mm. honest with you. I'm going to be sincere in my approach to our work with God. That in that in our work mm. with God together, that if I, in my teaching, have taught and teach any wrong thing, and I find out that mm. look, I was wrong, I will come back and apologize mm. and teach you the right mm. thing. I I'm, wow. I mean everyone if those who started with me knew that that's my position. That I never come to a point. There are many transitions, changes we have made. For instance, we were the first to ordain female ministers in Nigeria. This our ministry. Other ministries were right. ordaining deaconesses. They were not bold to ordain mm. female as pastors. We took the bull by the mm. when I saw it in the scriptures, I did it. And thereafter, other people mm. began to do it. And we were, I was also, when my ministry started, Women were sitting differently. Men were sitting differently. That was the product mm. of my background. You have to tie your head tight and cover your hair. No jewelries and all these things. We were doing. That's my background. I am. I was a product right. of the background I came with. But as I began to study the scriptures, and I found that no, 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 mm. those things are man-made tradition and religion. I'm putting women in such bondage. I had to go back to mm. teach again and then make them to know, listen, I'm not going to, 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 to enforce you, but please, if anyone understands my teaching and they feel they have a liberty mm. not to cover their hair, leave them alone. That mm. it is not mandatory mm. for you to be sanctified and, 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 and matured on, because, uh, 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 until you cover your hair. No. So I, I, mm. I stopped that. So same thing applies mm. to this. I have, have been, I mean, all along, I, I thought that, I mean, this crazy thing is too, is too loose. How can you, all these things be the, 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 when I was first exposed to it, the initial yeah. thing is, no, 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 no. I, I don't want to take people to hell. But <laughs> the, the, the Holy Spirit said to me, son, listen and listen to this message again. And I listened. Mm. What? The truth is that the more I listen, mm. the more I, 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 I look at my Bible. Everything that is being said is in the Bible. I mm. said, okay. Now, that this is, and I think God is saying something to me. So I decided to bring order every material I can get on concerning grace and the revelation of Christ. I ordered all the materials and sat down with my Bible and began to study one after the other. And it became a revelation to me. I didn't just jump on the pulpit and began to teach because I studied something. I found that it's a revelation. I saw the liberty in it. I saw the joy that it produces. I said, this is impossible. That was when I went to, the, to my church and began to teach it. And even mm. while I was teaching it, my church mm. did not receive it initially. And I told them that they can, they should trust me. I know mm. that it sounds strange. It, it sounds that I've gone off course, but just trust me. Let us take it mm. one step at a time. And at a time. I began to teach one step at a time. I called my pastors together and began to teach them. Say, look, Look at what I'm discovering in the scriptures. And I said to them, mm. don't go to teach because I said so. 
I want you to Go receive it, it as a revelation yourself. And I bought yes, books for them, as many materials I can lay hands on, and I gave to them. I said, Go and study. That was how we were able to make the transition. You see, as long mm -hmm. as you are mm -hmm. close to, you, are, you close your heart to change when it comes to the things of God, you will never, never go to the next level. Mm. Yes, you can never go. God is a revelation. Mm. He is revealing himself. This, this, this scripture tells us, study to show thyself approved unto a workman yes. that needed not to be ashamed. Rightly dividing yes. the word of dividing the word of Jesus. A lot of people have stood. <laughs> you'll be surprised. Some people have 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 written books against me, preached from their pulpit against me. The truth is, I, right. I'm not even bitter. I'm not even embarrassed. <laughs> it makes right. me, I, I just I just laugh when I see those things because I can see through. I say, well, I was where you were. It's yes, just that sir. You don't understand. So mm. this is just this is just the way it is. Once you are mm. open, the Lord will always be ready to show you another dimension of his life, of himself. Mm. Mm. Wow. Wow. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm an interviewer, so I need to focus on the interview. Um, <laughs> I came to do an interview, but we moved to church. Um, some people will wonder. There are some people who this message, this message, I know that, you know, when Christ said, you know, my yoke is easy and my body is light. And there's people who will say, and there's people who this, this, this message, this, this, this is the gospel. And there's something in their heart that it speaks to. But then they say to themselves, is it really possible? Can this, can it really be this simple? Can it, like we've been taught in our lives, you know, my pastor, Pastor Sam Adiyemi says, We've been taught as Africans that everything that is good must be difficult. Must be tough. That if it's not, yes, sir. <laughs> if it's not full of suffering and pain and struggle, it is not true. That we are brought up in the philosophy of no pain, no gain. So we have a savior who says, I have taken the pain on your behalf. You're like, no, it is too good to be true. So somebody who is listening and asking, and Sam, my, my spirit is praying for you at this moment because this is revelation. People who are looking at you and saying, it is, it can, life cannot, grace, God, heaven cannot be this simple. You know, how, what do you say to them? And I say, look, because you have the credibility that many younger pastors don't have. You know, when they come with this revelation, but you have been, I mean, you are a father of the faith in, in, on the continent and in the world. What do you say to a person who says, Father, I, Daddy, I hear you. I believe it, but can it really be this simple? Listen, that is why anyone who goes to hell went. Not because he mm. was sent to hell. Mm. Jesus is saying, listen, I have paid the price. The Bible says he was delivered for our offenses and yes. raised for our justification. Oh, Yes, not, yes. Because, not because of what he did. He who mm. knew no sin became sin. He did not know. He never knew sin, never did yes, sin, sir. never uh, uh, committed sin. But yes. he became sin for us that we might be made the righteousness of yes. God. He gives yes. you right 
standing with himself without any suffering, without any, without you paying any price. He says, I give you, I decided to give you a right stand that you can never be wrong with me. That's what righteousness mm. is. You will never be wrong with God. It's a gift that mm. he has given to us. It is a mm. gift of no, no condemnation, no guilt, no, mm. no, no judgment, no, no, no shame. Mm no disgrace, mm. that you have been mm. discharged, acquitted, cases closed against you, and no appeal. It, it is complete. So, if anyone goes to hell, it's mm. because you have refused the alternative. Mm. As a matter of fact, there mm. is a scripture verse in Revelation that tells us that God's book of life, everyone on the face of this earth, has his name already recorded in the book of life. Everyone, both sinners and believers. What oh, is wow. the difference? The difference is simple. That it is only when you fail to show up at the, at the, at the feet of Christ, that's then your name will be deleted. Mm. And Everyone yes, already has his name. So that is what the gospel is. You are in the eyes of God, I have paid my price for you. Mm. It is already done. But you need to personally acknowledge him as your savior and your Lord. Not based mm. on your works. Not based on your efforts. Not based on your performance. Listen, mm. if anyone was to, to, to glory Paul the apostle, the Bible tells us in Philippians chapter 3, that we are the circumcision that worship God in the spirit and we do not have confidence in the flesh. That, listen, if anyone has reason to have confidence in his achievement, like some people are asking, is that easy? He said, if I, anyone have to think of his achievement, he said, I more. I was circumcised the eighth day. I was of the stock of Israel. I was a Pharisee. I was yes, uh, concerning righteousness by the law. I was blameless. Yes, he said, but yes, on the road to Damascus, I had an encounter with this man called Jesus. And mm. from that day forward, something happened to me. And yes, every other achievement I had, I began to count as dung for the excellency of the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus. I said, not counting in my own righteousness, but counting mm. in the righteousness which is by faith, faith of God through Christ. He said, from then, my pursuit has been to know him. I mm. want to know this mm. God who has been so gracious to be merciful mm. to me. This God who has mm. been so gracious to reach out to me even mm. in my ignorance. I want to Ew. know him. I want to know the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering and be made conformable unto his death. He said, I have not yet mm. attained. He said, what, what this what he said, I'm still pressing forward every day. I'm yes, pressing sir. in to know him. He said, mm -hmm. I, I press mm -hmm. for the price of the high calling of God in Christ. Mm -hmm. Then he tells the Corinthian church, yes. listen, he said, look at me. I am what I am by the grace of God. He said, this grace, mm -hmm. that's why I told you, when you see grace, when you enjoy grace, no one will tell you to serve God with all your heart. He said, this grace has made me to labor more than every other person. You see that? So it is, people should not be bothered about whether uh, it's so easy. I mean, leave that with God. God made it easy to show you his grace. Mm. To show you mm. how much he loves the world. 
For God so loved the world. It is a love the world. The world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. <laughs> this is incredible. This is incredible. <laughs> this time of COVID, sir. Oh my God. This is powerful. This is powerful. Um, this time of COVID, sir. Um, what is your message for people? You know, people who grew up in the church have not been. I mean, we've we've been in church because the church is wherever the children of God are gathered. That's right. It's online. Whether it, That's right. You know, so you know, we've been in church. Um, and this has been a demonstration of that teaching for a long time, that the body of Christ is not in buildings. It's not in Thank physical you. buildings. You know? God you. said, I will pull down, my, the, 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 pull down this temple. So, so we have been in church, but still some people are shaken because this is different. This is new. You know, what is your word to them for a time like this? What is your word to them for a time first like it, this? A I, time when we are yes. First thing I must tell you is this, like you rightly said, there are people agitated unnecessarily. I see all kinds of agitation. Uh, they close the church. Who closed the church? You can't close the church. What was closed was built. Mm. I mean, at times I start to ask myself, why is it that when challenges come, we forget what we are preached? We are preached to our people mm. that the church is the temple of the, I mean, the church, we are the temple of the Holy Ghost. We are the church. We are his body. He, Christ is the head. We are his body. How come now, simply because the church is shut down, that means, I mean, the church building is shut down, that means the church has closed. The church did not close. As a matter of fact, it is in situations like this that the church thrives more. It's the only yes, is when the church thrives more. That's why, that's why I'm so concerned when people begin to become agitated and frightened and say, no, well, how are we going to meet? Listen, we are still meeting. This is the time for... I mean, this is a time for the believer. I've, I've been advocating it longest time that mm. we have limited church to four walls of the church. And that's why mm. our society is not affected. When I mean, when you look at the situation, mm. that I've been very concerned that how come we have all the biggest gatherings, biggest cathedrals, biggest conferences, biggest everything you can think of, and yet our nation is so rotten. Why? Because the church has been limited to buildings. Now is the time. I think God is allowing some disruptions so that we can go back to what church is really. The, our adherents and congregants should now begin to do church wherever they find themselves. They are. They should be do church where they are. As a lawyer, as a doctor, as an accountant, yes, as a market yes, woman, as a yes, as a teacher, as anywhere yes, you find yourself, you are supposed to be the representative of Jesus Christ. The scripture yes, says yes, you are yes, a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar mission. You have been set aside yes, to show forth the praises of him who has called yes, us out of darkness into darkness. a marvelous light. I don't believe yes, that sir. COVID is doing any damage to us. Nothing works against the church. Nothing works against the believer. It is the final mm. As believers, we should be sensitive to know what the Holy Spirit is saying to us. The things that we need to re address, we need a resetting, we need a reformatting, and all these things. We are, uh, yes, So sir. that we can go for it for the end time move of the Spirit of God. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
<laughs> so we need to do this. Our time has run. We will need to do this again. I'd like to ask one last question before we go up, sir. Uh, there are people who say that, you know, they are younger. I know that I know that at Shrem, uh, I know that at Shrem, I've, I've been, I've been, I've been, Shrem is my, Shrem is my second church, my second family. Um, I know that you've, you've given the reins to young people, you know, across the church. You've, you've surrendered to them and said, you know, almost like there is a, there is a liberty, you know, when you come into the church, there is a sense of a new move of God, of a new move of spirit, of a freedom to experiment, to, of a listening ear given to the next generation. Yeah. Um, and that's not something that is common amongst legacy churches. You know, many times people have to, young people have to break out of the church, you know, to, to go and create their own spaces of expression. But at Shrem, there is the move of multiple expressions at the same time. And, you know, even beyond Shrem, I think that that's a model for leadership and succession planning and all of that for Nigeria, not even just for the body of Christ, not even just for the church. I want to end on that note, sir. Um, what is your message to people, leaders across Nigeria who find it difficult to create this flawless transition, so to speak, while without being afraid of losing authority and significance to say, you know, young people are the future you know, young people can be trusted with authority, with the message, with, you know, what is your message to them? What is your message to people who find it so difficult to cede control? My message is that uh, for leaders is this. You must understand that the church does not belong to you. You did not die for the church. It hey. died for the church. And the church belongs hey. to Christ. And, and there are, and, and as far as we are alive, transition must be taking place. People, mm. young people will always become fathers one day. And so you, mm. must, give them, you must give them expression. I mean, without, mm. I mean, why should I be jealous of somebody I prayed for and I lay hands on to succeed? Why should I be jealous of somebody who I help to be able to actualize the potential that is in him? I don't have any reason. In fact, I expect him to outdo what I've done. I tell my young people, do seven times over what I have done. That that will mm. keep me alive. Mm. That will make me live long. Mm. Seven times over. Mm. Express yourself. You don't need mm. to follow the, my method. Because mm. my method is for my generation. This is your generation. Yes, sir. It's a technology yes, generation. Sir. So go for it. Yes, sir. Go, 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 go shoot for the best you can. For instance, there are things about technology I don't know. It will be stupid of me holding on to and saying that it must be so. That's how we did it when the ministry was starting. It's about how? I mean, we, are, we will go nowhere when we yes, sir. The function like that. A ministry yes, that does not make provision for another generation to take the baton mm. is not mm. going to go far. It will go into extinct. So mm. we must have this understanding. We must stop. We must stop this competitive spirit. Yes, as well. we are competing with young people, holding on to something that you know you can listen. If you have been, if you've been a player on the football field, there comes a time you yes. have to retire to the to be a coach. 
if you don't retire, yes, sir. young people will yes, around you in the, in the play or in field of play. They will break your leg in the field of play, and you can't blame mm. anyone for it. It's simply because you are not wise. <laughs> yes, sir. Time, you have to take the vaccine and be happy to see those yes. who are brave run yes. in the battle. So that's yes, my advice to them. And uh, so, uh, and we should not in, knowing fully well that it's all about the kingdom. It's not yes, about sir. us. In fact, that's yes. one of the things God is showing us in this period. It is in like leveling, bringing every person to ground zero. Yes, <laughs> Are you following? Yes, it's like bringing yes, <laughs> this pandemic. It's <laughs> like bringing every person to ground zero. A lot of campuses. Yes, are sir. Empty. A lot of buildings. Yes. Are empty. Are empty. Yes, sir. Cathedrals mm -hmm. are empty. So, so God is saying, listen, you have to begin to understand what church is all about and make the necessary right. adjustment so that we can be prepared for the last days that he has proposed for us. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you so much for this incredible session. Um, I've never done this on this broadcast, but my, my heart prays for you, sir, that you only go from strength to strength, that the oil on your life will never cease, sir, and that so many across the world will continue to be blessed by your spirits and your hands Amen. and your voice. Amen. In Jesus' name. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you, my Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. I look forward to hosting you sometime in the future again. Yeah, I'll be ready. Thank you. Fantastic. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. I see your comments. You guys are excited. You guys are going crazy. I thank you for joining us, and I'll see you again tomorrow. God bless you, sir. Thank you, sir.